Hey everybody, welcome to Spiritual Business Spotlight. Today I have Daniela Russo and she's a animal intuitive and an animal Reiki practitioner. And um, hi Daniela, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you very much for your invitation and uh, I'm pretty excited to be here, to be honest. <laughs> First time for me to do a oh, broadcast, a podcast, yeah, yeah. Ah, cool, good, yeah. yay. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, animal intuitive, what does that mean? Yes, well, animal intuitive um, is another title. I mean, a lot of people call themselves animal communicator, um, soul level animal communicator, um, telepathic communicator is just uh, intuition, you know, practitioner. Um, I'm calling myself animal intuitive is just because people have to um, uh, understand better that when we communicate with animals is because we we activate our intuition more, you know, which which we have that intuition we have all, every single species on this universe they have intuition we are not actually using proper or we're not activating all the time so um, when I decided to put intuitive is just for people to realize that it's something which is not a fantasy or you know something like woo stuff you know it's just an intuitive way of communicating with animals and with people as well I mean you can communicate by intuition by intuitive ways with people as well not only with animals so yeah right. that's what is an animal intuitive more or less <laughs> okay yeah. now do you look at their behavior or is it something that you know you pick up through like uh claire claire cognizance yes or yes is um uh, yeah that's a difference that's a very good question actually because uh people believe you know if they talk with an animal communicator they want to solve their behavior issues. We are not behavior therapists or animal behavioral, you know, practitioners. We, yeah, through intuition, you can um, definitely uh, find some issues, behavior issues, which are going with, through your animal. But our way of communicating is not just to define what are those and why are happening you know it's just going to the energy level of the animal and start going deeper to understand why those behaviors comes at the surface you know and um go for it from there practically yeah so it's more and, I mean uh, through through that actually i mean yes we can go until the next you know or a certain level and from their point of course they can work with an animal train or behavior or you know animal behavior but um me i'm not a behavior kind of you know diagnosed an animal behavior i'm not doing that and it's not in the position i'm not we have to let animals you know for us an animal communicator is like an animal reiki as well the animals lead the session practically I allow the animals to show me whatever they want to show, you know, it's just, it's, um, and me to receive the information they have to send to us and to the, to their humans, you know, their parents and family. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. How did you discover that you had this gift? Because that must be weird. Like you were, you walking through, you know, um, 
Well, I never thought of uh, being more special than anybody else. Uh, for me, it's very important the fact that uh, I know I'm an animal lover and I'm around animals since I was a kid. I'm really, really, um, uh, my love to animals and the compassion to animals in general is so deep. Um, I pursued that, but I didn't know which way I should go or which 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 studies I have to do for me to be closer to animals, you know. And uh, a few years ago, I I never knew about animal communication till three or four years ago. I never know about what is all about, you know. But I, I came across actually, and I met an animal communicator in um, in Vienna. To be honest, that's where where actually everything started to happen. And uh, I met with him because I um, I had some issues with my dog personally. Um, since she since I have her, she has huge anxiety um, issues. You know, separation anxiety, a lot of fears. You know. And when a friend of mine put me in contact, I said, you have to meet my friend, you know, and, you know, maybe he was going to tell you something. I was like really, really very interested to find out what is an animal communicator. And um, we really have a very nice discussion. We walk around, you know, Vienna, I have trouble, my dog with me. And we always, of course, you know, asking a lot of questions. What does he mean and how is he doing practically, you know? He was starting by that time his PhD. You know, this is really very academic what he was doing practically. Uh, but he told me you have to look into uh, animal communication, and he gave me a name. You know, of someone he he really recommended, and he was um, um, he said that she is really very good. And I started to to follow uh, Daniel McKinnon, which is actually my actual teacher in animal communication. So I started to follow her for the past three years to understand what she's doing and what does it mean, animal communication, and, uh, you know, communicate with animals which they pass over as well, you know, animals in spirit, which is actually even more interesting for me, you know. And then from Daniel, I went to really Google more and I found a completely different world out there of people actually communicating with animals and working with animals through intuition, through different kind of, you know, techniques. And that's where it started, you know. I I was not sure if I'm good or if I'm good to have, I mean, if I have this ability, if I'm good enough, I just thought I have to, I have to do something. And I started to read a lot. I have to, I took a couple of courses each and there with different animal communicators, with different schools. Um, lots of webinars, and um, then uh, I said I have to do it because it was becoming so interesting, you know. And um, telepathy, because this is it, telepathy is universal language for all the species. Everybody can do it. You don't have to have special abilities to do it, right? So I said right. if everybody right. can do it, I mean, and plus if this comes from a place of love because it's just coming from your heart, um, that intuition definitely it's is developing a lot when starts when you focus that intuition and communicating with animals. So I started um, 
the School of Animal Communication, like approximately two years ago, um, you know, with different breaks because there are different levels. And um, I'm practically uh, finishing with Daniel's school next month in June, level four. There is another level five, but that is like a master, you know, it's not the necessary to do it, you know, it's like really the the top of the top, like soul level, you know, connection with also the people. And um, I might probably do it, but I think I'm doing level four and then really I need to practice and really working with animals, with pets, but also wild animals, with sanctuaries, you know, with rescues, you know, uh, which is really, really a, a lot of work to do to help them, you know, especially the animals in need, you know, worldwide as well, but also locally, wherever we are based, you know. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the way I started. And practically, I, I'm working with my intuition on a daily basis and um, not only to communicate with animals, but in my life as well, you know, because we have that intuition, you know, you have that intuition and when you say, I've, I knew it, I said, how do you know it? I knew it it's in my gut when you said, my gut feeling, you know, that's your intuition yeah. because it's that feeling, right? Clarsentience, it's is the way intuition gives you signs through feelings or emotions or pictures or, you know, words and also knowing these are the four, um, four tools of telepathy practically. Um, oh, okay. And you were just recently in, in Australia. Were, was that a part of your work with this? Because I know that you were with like, <laughs> well, uh, yes. Um, I have friends living in Australia and actually they are living, uh, they moved recently to Tasmania and Tasmania is really, really very beautiful, natural place. Lots, lots of sanctuaries there. And I took advantage of practically being with them uh, for close to one month and then visit every single sanctuary I can, I can take advantage of and see uh, the work of people working in sanctuaries. Um, with wild animals as well, they have different issues, you know, the specific species they are living there, for example, Tasmanian devil, which was an endangered species, you know, and the way they um, they try to save, you know, and uh, lots of lots of things. It was part of uh, definitely a personal holiday, but now for me, whatever I travel is very connected with the the natural part of the place I'm going, you know, uh, animals are living there, you know, any specific, you know, um, causes, you know, uh, towards animals, which, uh, which are within those places, you know. Um, so I'm very connected through my holidays with nature and animals as well. Yeah. Well, that sounds like it would have been a fascinating trip to just, yeah. you know, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. I can imagine. And um, so your your mission and your vision and your mission is kind of threefold then to help people with their pets and to better understand them and also yeah. pets passed on. Right. So. Yes. And then, yes. So fourfold, actually, because the pets that are in like a, like a, a rescue situation or like a, a pound or whatever. That's a and different, that, yeah, they're different ones, exactly, yeah. I mean, the same, but definitely it's a different activity I would like to be involved. Um, and 
the way it started for me, because as you know, um, my it's a long way for me to discover myself and you know to self-develop. And when I started practically, I started with the health coaching, and to uh, health coaching helped me. Um, understand myself as well because I really practically did the program with myself first and then to understand how can I help people through the health coaching programs. Um, but health coaching programs, the way helped me is actually to understand even better what I love to do and that was actually working with animals, you know. I love to work with people as well, but when I'm working with animals and going to understand what is animal uh, saying to the people you know to their humans you know um, their connection their lessons you practically go back to the human and when he, the human hears the lesson from the animal and every single time humans they do know what is all about i mean but they do have they receive the confirmation practice from the animal their own animal and that is really really awesome because it just so many times people are so surprised and said I mean really this is what animal is trying to say but I'm working on that I said yes because of this behavior you know the animal trying to tell you for so long you know and this is the animal lesson so Praga is like a closed circle yes I'm this time I started the animal but at the end the lesson is towards people, you know, and at that point, if the person wants to work on those issues, if they are health or stress or career or relationship, I can do still work with them on until, you know, at a certain stage, you know, and help them practically take the steps for them to, to improve those areas in their life, you know. Um, then the other part which practically attracted me very much is that um, the love I have for my dog as well, it's so deep, um, which I wanted to try to understand why I love this animal so much. I mean, what, what is so special? And uh, only the thought that because they have such a short life with us, only when I'm thinking that at one day she will not be with me, I'm really getting scared. I mean, scared to almost crying, you know? I mean, I'm so scared to that moment and I wanted to, nobody can be prepared, but at least I want to understand that moment when it's happening, you know, and uh, animal communicators, they have this also, the fact that they're here in 3D with us in real life or across, you know, is the same, you're connecting their energy, you know. But we discover, I discover a very beautiful world. I mean, they do go, they are not in the physical world with us anymore, but they're still with us in spirit, you know, they're still teaching lessons, even being in spirit. They just, for them, they just finish in this lifetime the lesson they have with us and then they move on. When we learn the lesson, their mission is ready. I mean, it's finished, so they have to move on. So when you understand that process from the animal, and unfortunately, you know, people don't understand sometimes that they teach some lessons through sickness sometimes you know it's just very hard for the person when when a pet is getting cancer or different diseases which is very hard and they choose the moment when to live even through the sickness they always choose the way they want to live this world you know and 
now I've become a little bit more at peace because I know what lesson my dog is teaching me in this lifetime. Uh, sometimes I'm not doing my homework very well because, you know, I want to, I know what she's teaching me. If I'm doing my homework, I know that time is coming very close for her to leave me. And that is something um, which I'm not okay with that. You know, and it's my lesson as well, you know. Um, so yes, they're, they're very interesting, you know. Um, different levels of lessons. She's teaching me lessons on on few of them in the same time, actually. Uh, I'm still working on them, really. It's just, it's always a process of self-development, you know, and um, taking taking the advice that is coming sometimes from the animals, which is very true. You know, they are very true to themselves um, and they don't have anything to hide. And it's becoming from love, always from animals. It's from a heart-centered love. Yeah. Oh, that would okay. be nice then. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. animals, I think, are a lot like humans. Because I was telling you earlier, like my dog is a young dog, and you know, I planted some plants today, and he went behind me and just like dug them all out. You know, and it's just, <laughs> I, you know, on the one hand, I'm like, ah! and on the other hand, I'm just like, he's a little kid. You know, he's just yes. like a little kid and he's curious and he's exploring and, you know. And, it's, um, you know, sometimes, for example, if um, if you think about it and say, so why, why he's doing that, you know, sometimes they make you laugh, right? I mean, you want to be angry with him because of he's doing what he's doing, but he can't, you know, it makes you laugh, he makes you release, you know, and... His role in that is actually, you know, you have to be a little bit of more playful, you know. It's just don't take something so serious, you know. You have to think, why, why are you doing that, you know. Because this right. is really pissing me off or, you know, I have to do it again, you know. But at the end of the day, you're still laughing, you know. And that's the most important. This is what actually wants to say, okay, let's have some fun, you know. Right. Um, so it's just... Um, you cannot be upset with them, definitely. Right. Yeah. Even when even when they pass over, because it is the time, and you don't have to force them keeping there, you know. And if you reach the moment actually to take a decision, the hardest decision actually to put them to sleep, right? And you never know if it's the right moment or not. You know, people always they have that guilt of putting the their animal to sleep because they think that wasn't the right time, you know, but they have to realize that always when they reach that decision is just because uh, the animal is ready, you know, so, yeah. Right. And you, it's just like with a person, though, you can't really um, predict. And with yeah. animals, I mean, at least in some cases, it's just like the people are fighting right now for, for the right to be euthanized. And that's something that we allow ourselves to do with our animals because we love right. them and have a, a feeling of, you know, um, sympathy and humanity to be yeah. humane to them. And so it's kind of almost like they, they have a little bit of a different, we allow ourselves to be a little bit more feeling with them mm -hmm. yeah yes. 
Yeah, and they always give the signs. I mean, the, the, if we pay attention to the signs, you know when is the moment, you know. And but you know, we are humans, and always we're gonna live with the guilt that we have done it, and maybe it was something a miracle happened. But no, I mean, when you do right. it, is because that's the time, and actually the animal knows that you reach that decision because it was the time. And they always choose. Again, they always. They always choose the moment, you know. Even right. if they run, you know, and they got hit by the car, this is the way they want to do it. And that is the lesson through you through letting go, you know, the guilt and everything else. Um, it's so much more than, you know, a relation, simple relationship with your animal, you know. So um, right. very, very interesting. So that's the whole, everything which I learned is really opened my, my eyes more, more deep and understand, you know, the relationship we have with any species in general, but especially with the pets around us, the way they come in our lives, you know, which yeah. one comes in our lives and why, you know, it's just, it's really interesting because it's it's not a coincidence. It's no such thing like a coincidence, right? Right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and how, like, if I, if, somebody wanted to work with you like how would they do that would you come to their house or would you do like a skype session or zoom or how does that work it is uh you don't have to be face to face uh you know um this uh intuitive or telepathic connection is done telepathy this is what does it mean tele is meaning distance right it's is you don't have to be uh present you can but the animal doesn't have to be there and is actually a simple conversation with the person. Uh, it can be done via Skype, via Zoom, via any, via call as well. And the way it's done practically, I'm connecting with the person and then through the person I'm connecting with the animal. The reason I'm connecting with the person is that you get a feeling about your, the who human you are talking about, you know, the personality and everything. And always, always, and not animal, not all the animal communicators, they do that. I mean, there are different methods, different schools, you know, the way I learn and actually makes sense a lot. When you connect with the human and getting a little bit about to know about the person, always, always, whatever you discover in the personality of the person, you're going to get the confirmation with the animal. This is really very interesting. And as well, the lesson the animal is teaching, you know, the, the person. So it's like a circle, and then yes, you move to the animal, you 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 connect to their energy, even if it's you know um, present here or in spirit, and see what is the person, what what the animal is sharing you um, intuitively or in telepathically telepathy, and um, then uh, you move forward and go into the soul level practically. Um, lesson so is the lesson where actually the animal is teaching the person something in that moment the person in their life you know they during their lifetime they have different lessons you know um but in that moment of the reading i might probably glimpse that particular lesson which is the most important and is always the one that the animals wants to show wants to send a message to the their person 
So that's uh, that's done practically uh, online. Um, if it's face to face, to be honest, for me and for any anybody who is connecting telepathically, it's a little bit difficult when the animal is present because it's very disturbing. You know, you cannot practically connect you know because there are a lot of things you have to be in a quiet place you have to have your energy gather you know balance and stuff if it's a very you know with an animal with a lot of problems and behavioral problems you definitely you don't have that energy to connect with that um, busy energy of the animal and get the right information you know it's very very easy to be disturbed you know so practice is the best when it's uh, via online and uh, also offline as well. When I started to study, a lot of practices were done online. They're just giving us only a name or just a picture and they say connect to this animal and write down whatever you get, you know, different ways and different techniques. Sometimes we don't get even a name, you know, we just get that animal somewhere in that world, you know, and we have to guess even the animal, you know, and it was amazing to see that everybody in the group or all the students they're coming with the same you know information and that's that's again that's not coincidence how do how would you know you know if you don't have any information and there's less right. information is better because you don't need to feel the psychic or the communicator you the information is coming from us uh, and it's helping us actually to find the most um, important information for for the for the person who signs up for a communication uh, session yeah ah oh, that's yeah. really cool then so you you had kind of like dry reads or whatever where you were just like really absolutely kind of and i'm still doing that we we do have our group um a community group and we are we are, um, we are giving practically uh, seven times even a human, you know, only a name or initial, you know, connect to the human or just an animal. And the only thing we get, and that's the, the best situation when we get also a photo. But uh, it's not necessarily because when you connect, you connect with the energy of that animal. You don't need a photo, you know, you don't need to see that animal, you know, to get the information you need, you know. It's just intentional. What you when you put that intention to connect with someone, everything is flowing. You know, so um, we're still doing that. I mean, I'm doing a lot of offline readings, and the confirmation. Then the human comes. For example, if I give someone is giving the animal to be read, everybody is saying the summary, and then the human comes and give the confirmation and that is the most amazing thing when you get confirmation from the owner of the animal and say, yeah, this is the way it's doing. And oh my God, I have sometimes the readings I have to write down because the validation you get is absolutely incredible. You know, uh, even from animals in spirit, the things which are coming into your, once you connect and you write it down, it's so emotional for the owner as well. And it's like healing, it's very healing. You know, when they get all the confirmation or the information, it's very healing for them to know that the animals are okay wherever they are and they move, you know, in their own process. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. So this really helps people to, like, some in some situations get clo closure after... Closure, uh, yes. There are people who actually suffer so much after the loss of the animal, like years for years, you know, and they live with that pain, you know, 
and right. they reach they reach to animal communicators or any kind of therapeuts, you know, any kind of mediums, you know, and they want confirmation, you know, and they want because they have to let the go that pain. And as much as you keep the pain, it's actually difficult for you to reconnect with the animal in spirit, you know, because the animals, they like to be and they like to communicate with you. But they they are very happy to do that once you let that emotions and pain and guilt over, right? Because that right. is blocking your is practically blocking the energy for you to communicate um, properly with them. What is going on there? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get my plug. <laughs> uh, you're running out of battery. Yeah. So, but so. But that is really nice, you know, on the one hand, they're waiting for you, you know, to kind of process the lesson. Yeah. And yeah. Now, why would somebody reach out to you? Like it, if their animal hadn't yet passed on, like what kind of situations would you work with an animal in? Well, um there are sometimes, you know, uh, the fact that, you know, they are not ready to take another animal, for example, or they do have another animal and that animal, they see in that animal all the, all the uh, behavior or, you know, uh, emotions and feeling and actions of the animal which pass over, you know. Uh, but most of the time is emotional. Uh, people, they, they do want to have a closure. They do re really have to, they really want to know what, how is the animal doing, really? If they're okay, wherever they are. And um, if, uh, if they're okay also to move on and, you know, take other animals, you know, in the family or... Um, or there is another thing as well, which people believe that when they adopt another or they have another animal in their family, um, is that okay now? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Is that they believe that, you know, and that's happening after many years, they believe that the new animal they got is like the puppy they have when they have, they're very young or whatever, and they believe they reincarnate you know, um, in their present time, you know, which sometimes is not so true. But, um, and this this is quite different, a different discussion, a lot of, uh, you know, um, different schools, different opinions. And uh, some schools, they believe that um, animals, they do reincarnate with us again in our lifetime, the way I studies that they are coming only one time in our life and is is i believe this is true uh, due to the different philosophy because everybody in our lifetime you know people and animals were again coming in at a different lifetime but not in the same time uh, multiple times in our lifetime you know so practically uh, we are moving as a group to a different life you know so I believe that animal is coming only once in our lifetime and um, the animal we have. But if it's not reincarnating, definitely they really send a lot of messages through the animals which are currently in our lifetime because sometimes they say, oh, this is very 
like my my dog was doing you know because they are communicating animals communicating they are communicating all the time with the others you know and it's true this is the way they are you know and you get that you know those messages and you think about it and only the f fact that you think about it you're an animal that means yeah you got it you know you got the message and you thought of that animal that means it's, uh, you're connecting with one way or another with that animal, you know? So, right. Um, yeah, right. Interesting. I think for some people, there are people who really understand like the bond that they have between their animals. And there are some people who really kind of overlook it, I think a little bit, because I know like my dog can feel me being mm -hmm. in a bad mood. And she like, if, yeah, if I'm upset, she's like sitting right there beside me. Um, you know, yeah. and, like always trying to get me to pet her and to calm down. And, you know, it's really, yeah, they do feel, they are yeah. like little, our little therapists, you know, in our family, but they do through their behavior. They are mirroring us. They are modeling us, you know, and, um, it's just simple. We have to pay attention. Once we pay attention, we, we make sense. A lot of things are making sense, you know, to whatever they they show us. And for me, it was like breakthrough. Uh, I have my dog for the past 12 years. And mm. uh, so many things are, were going in our lives as well. You know, we're both in a very long journey going through ups and downs, you know. But until four or five years ago, I really, really didn't get it that actually she is really trying to show me trying to really tell me you have to do something about it you know and oh, oh my god when susan when i realized that i said i'm so sorry i was so i don't know <laughs> you know i was like i didn't know that this is actually my meaning this is my purpose in life you know i'm sorry because she was giving me all the signals i didn't pay attention i was not open enough to understand what she's teaching me or she's showing me, you know? Right. And now, um, since I started the school, I have so many readings, you know, my, my colleagues, we were changing a lot of, you know, readings between us and our animals. And oh my God, so many readings they've done of me and trouble. And I have like a whole book right back. And I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So many things, you know, and so many valid information that came about me, you know, and I said, Oh my God, I'm so, I apologize to her so much, Aww. so much so far because I said, I'm really, really sorry. I mean, why it took me so long? Really, Susan, why? Because I started, you know, five years ago this trip, you know, and I came to animals, which actually brought me back to my childhood, you know, and in the child, when I was a kid, I was all around animals. Every single day I was walking all the animals, you know, the pets of my neighbors and stuff. And then I went to school and it was like a period of 20 years when I was like traveling and studying and stuff. or just corporate world as well, you know. I was like missing that part, you know. And then when you reach that point, I said, what I'm going to do, I mean, what I'm doing in my life, you know, is... I don't feel connected. I don't feel doing something which is meaningful for me. I don't, I was stressed with my work and stuff. And that I start my discovery uh, 
my self-discovery process, which was long. And I started with health coaching and then health coaching brought me to the fact again to the animals. So actually I reached the point to be close to animals back in my life after so many years, right? But when that right. happened, it was like, wow, it was such a relief. And so, you know, probably a lot of lessons in my life I have to learn myself in the toughest way possible, in the hardest way possible. And now working with um, animals is such a joy and it's so, I mean, it's so happy. You're, it, it is a joy because they are our healers practically, you know, and all the readings are, sometimes people are a little bit worried and say, oh my God, what's gonna happen? What you're gonna learn about me? But it's not because animals, they just want to communicate with us. You know? such a so many different ways and most of the time when it's coming from love is really fun it's um it's really fun you know so that's um that's what it's all about you know it's um it's really very interesting uh, so people don't have to worry about their pet sharing their deepest darkest secrets <laughs> with the animal <laughs> well <laughs> it's just because well, that's a very interesting point. Uh, the fact that when I'm doing the reading and any other animal communicator, when the information comes through us, I'm going to send it to the owner the same. For me, it might probably not make sense, but for the human, definitely makes sense. So a lot of yeah secrets and sometimes this they really think, how do you know about that, really? You know, and so, well, this is what the animal told me. I have no idea what it's all about, you know, and they then want to check back and get another confirmation, and this, this is really very interesting. And, um, but the fact is that the, that session or a couple of sessions, sometimes, you know, you need to do a couple of sessions, is that uh, at the end of the day, the relationship you have with your animal and with yourself is becoming it's improving a lot and that's the the most beautiful part of the reading you know you understand your animal better you understand yourself better and practically your relationship is more happier and your life is more happier and uh, you are more peace with whatever you know sometimes you have to take the decision whatever you have Sometimes people working with animal communicators because uh, they help us going through the process of letting the animal go when the moment comes, you know, the transition as well. Uh, here, the animal Reiki becomes very handy as well, you know, because animal Reiki is not just about the healing, it's also helping animals to transition as well, you know. Um, and it's... Um, what I learned when I did the animal Reiki is also is blending very nice with animal communication. Even when, when you do animal Reiki, you get a lot of communication. It's just, it's a very nice mix, mixture practically. And again, in animal Reiki, even more than animal communication, they really lead the session. They really decide when they want to have a healing session, if they want to have a healing session, you know, they do not want hands-on they, are, they don't need the hands-on kind of healing, you know. You, you just have to stay with them in in a meditative space of healing and they're going to get it, the energy, you know. So they are deciding when to start, when to finish, if they need that time or they don't need that time. So it's um, 
they get as much as energy as needed, you know? So that's right. the the other part of working with animals in through Reiki, which is really fascinating as well. And um, that is really very helpful also the animals in sanctuaries and the rescue centers because that is bringing animals, improving their behavior, is helping them to be adoptable, you know? Um, and that is really, really very, very nice uh, process of Reiki with animals, yeah. Right, because that's what I was going to ask you because then there, there's like the transition from from living into the spiritual realm, but there's also a transition of a, of a animal being adopted into a family. Yeah. Needing to, um, in some cases, really needing to overcome past um, challenges. Traumas, traumas, yeah, exactly. And yeah. yes. And they sometimes they really help us through animal communication to help us um, choose practically the the family they are coming, you know. And through the fact they are choosing, I so, say, well, I want that family. I want with kids or no kids, you know. I want the yard or no yard, you know. They are giving like a description, you know. And then it's it's really very awesome because when someone is coming and interested. Um, of course, you know, and adopting, just, they are clicking all the boxes practically, you know, of the annual request. So I want that, that, that. Um, that's very interesting. We, me and my colleagues, uh, it was an initiative of one of my colleagues in the uh, US. Uh, she's volunteering to a vet office and they have this lot of uh, cat rescues and she said let's let's do this like let's play a little bit and let's help these cats to be adopted you know and we're working everyone we choose a cat intuitively and um, we're working through Reiki also animal communication we did a I did a couple of sessions with the cat I chose and um, she gave me so I know I'm gonna stay here a little bit I know what kind of family I want you know and um, their behavior also changed. Some of them, they've been adopted immediately already. And it's also through the power process of adoption, you know, the way they behave, you know, and, you know, observation to see if they match the family or um, the, the home they have been adopted. But, uh, yes, that's really, really, once you combine these uh, skills and play and, they're so intuitive, you know, they are so in tune, the animals, they know, they they come with a purpose and um, it, we just have to align with what they say because it's always the truth, you know. They lead right. us practically all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's it's really faded that a, a animal would come into our lives and would have the life that we have with it and then yeah. would pass in the way. It, Absolutely. Okay. I mean, even for my dog, I mean, I'm thinking back the way she came into my life and I didn't even choose her, you know, uh, it was a birthday gift from my oh. husband, you know, and even now I'm, I'm just joking. I said the reason I met my husband was actually to have trouble in my life, you know, <laughs> it's just the, the other way around. I mean, I'm divorced. We are in good relationship, but they said, I'm really lucky that I met you because if I was not meeting you, I didn't have the dog, which actually teach me so many things for the past 12 years. And she was the best companion I I needed in in a very difficult time in my life as well. She was right. there with me. She was really the only one with me from the whole process, you know. 
And I'm very grateful for that to my, my husband because that was not actually a good time to have a dog. And I, I was in Kuwait and I told him, I said, I love the animals, but that's not the proper setup we have here to have a dog. Still, he <laughs> he brought me the dog. So it was a love at first sight, me and Trouble, really. We connected from the that moment. So, yeah, she came. She came because she had a lot of things to do with me, you know. So, and she still has some, that <laughs> she still has some work to do with me. Yeah. Right. Well, opening these doors and, and getting you as a human to, you know, kind of stand up in this position where a lot of people would say, you know, kind of, yeah, right, or whatever, yeah. you know, or just, you know, oh, you're making it up. But, you know, when you're, when you're, living with an animal for a longer period of time, you understand how keen their intuition and how keen their their communication skills are. And we're just the ones that are overlooking it because we're considering ourselves to be at a different level. Yes. Um, than Which is animals. wrong, completely wrong. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So Trouble had a really big mission. A really know. big mission, yes. And that's why, for me, when I, that was um, one of my main, main um, things to learn is how to get to that point to accept the moment when she's going to cross over. Um, it's still frightening me, but I know that when that moment comes, I'm in a much better place because I reached that place together with her. And she's gonna continue her journey from that moment on in a different dimension. She's gonna still be with me, you know. Of course, as human, we are suffering because they are not with us physically. Right. But um, I know she has that mission, and I know what mission it is, and I know when that is over, she's ready to go. You know, I'll I'll know that, and which I wanted to learn about that process and. I have few, I work with few people already, which they have animals crossing over and um, it's helped for them, you know, in the process as well to let go of that, you know, of course it's difficult, you have to mourn because that is very important part of your line, you, you, you cannot ignore that, you know, you have right. to mourn, you have to be at the peace and accept that, you know, and know that the animal will gonna be with us still, but they have a different journey. They have to go and, you know, teach other lessons somewhere else, you know. Um, so they are so spiritual, connected more with the universe than we are in the physical world. So, um, yes, we are not smarter than them, definitely not. <laughs> no, no. And do you feel like, this is a really off-the-subject thing, but do you feel like... Um, that the the totems or the meanings behind wild animals are pretty on on um, target. Yes, I do believe in those. Oh, oh, I'm very fascinated about totems and spirit animals as well. Uh, and this is part of our uh, our actually. Um, Education as animal communicators, you come across to that part, spirituality part. And I'm very, me, uh, as you know, I mean, I love crystals. I know the spirituality. I love spirituality. 
spirit animals, power animals are something I love, you know, and during lots of meditation as animal communicator and animal Reiki, you do a lot of meditation. Meditation has to be part of your practice. And I have many meditation with spirit animals, power discovery of power animals and spirit animals, you know, and I discover my power animal, for example, or who is your um, animal partner, you know, in your readings, the animal helper, you know, you have an animal helper in your reading. Sometimes, you know, you're like stuck, your energy is not getting it. And then, then you call your animal helper, which is connecting with the animal in the reading and you get start getting the information, you know. But uh -huh. um, yes, I do believe, and my animal helper is, um, it, it, it's, it's beautiful the way it comes as well, you know, and you you realize who is it and you're working so beautiful with them. And my animal helper animal is in spirit. I have a dog, which was when I was a kid, long, long like time ago, you know, and she's back into my life after close to 40 years and I couldn't be more than happy. I almost forgot about that, but through meditation, meditation sent me to that moment. And I said, why are you sending me here to meet her again? And that she's my animal helper practically, you know, Oh, wow. uh, spirit, yeah, spirit animals and totem, yes, I do believe. And um, I read a lot of them through Stephen Farmer. Stephen Farmer is one of uh, shaman, shamanic person. Right. person. He lives in US. He is really very good at that. He wrote a couple of um, books. And I have a book next to my uh, bed, you know, and sometimes, you know, you're just you know, think about it, you know, about the situation and about something which is happening in your life and choose your spirit animal and see what is the message for you in that moment. And it's spot on, really spot on, Susan. It's like the totem cards as well when you're playing with the totem cards, animal totem cards, right? Right. It's the same, yeah. It's just the right. messages you got from their power animals and spirit animals are so meaning, I mean, a lot of meanings there, a lot, and I do believe, yeah, in that. Right. Now, if a person doesn't specifically have a pet, would they yeah. be able to work with you to figure out who they're? Yes. What, yes, it's it's. I will connect the person, and definitely I can do the human kind of reading, you know. Right. Um, and see, uh, definitely is an intention from the person, you know, to discover something during the session. But when I'm connecting, sometimes even before reaching the question of the person has for themselves or the animals, through the reading, the information I'm getting, most of the time actually answers their questions before being asked, you know. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah is the same. Yeah, definitely it's um, some of the animal communicators, they do work only with anim uh, people sometimes, you know. Uh, sometimes people, they come and say, I don't want to be red, I just want the animal, and it's fine, you know. But they don't understand that sometimes the animal is still gonna get the message they want to get to yours, <laughs> to the person, you know. Okay, you don't, you want to ignore whatever, you know, You maybe you want to hide whatever, you know, you want to hide. But the animal will gonna actually show exactly what you want to hide or you want you don't want to touch base with your inner self or your inner, you know, something which is you don't want to find about yourself. Well, guess what? <laughs> the animal gonna tell you anyway. <laughs> it's, right. uh, it's no point to hide there. Yeah. 
what's the what's the oddest animal that you've ever connected with like or somebody has brought to you to that was with? um uh, a rat it was a rat and that was very interesting and it's very funny because this is one of my most interesting interesting readings it was done with one of my colleagues and um we're practicing that was on level three when we were practicing for our certification and uh she had a very really frightening incident she was walking her two dogs and um they're like small like uh, small dogs and um one rat came out of nowhere and attacked one of her dogs, you know, and she has to go to vet and stuff like that. And um, she was really, really, um, her as a person was a little bit scared because she had a trauma with some rats when she was younger, you know. Again, a lot of lessons there. Um, so I was scheduled to do that practice with my colleague and I was expecting, I knew, I was expecting her to to have the reading with the dog which was beaten to see how she feels or what is happening, what that happened, you know? But surprise, mm. surprise. I mean, my colleague said, no, I don't want, I want to connect to the rat. <laughs> oh. I said, okay, that caught me by surprise. And oh my God, that was um, really very interesting because he came, uh, he connected and he had so much to say. Really? Well, the interesting fact, the interesting fact that he played few roles, you know, the humble one apologizing and then the smart one saying what happened and that will not happen again. And that was the lesson. And one point he literally changed. And that was something which didn't make sense completely for me. I saw him practically sitting on a very nice big chair and like a big mafioso, you know, and talking like Marlon Brando you know in italian accent you know and really exactly talking italian and like a big mafia guy and i was just what is he showing me this is the way he show and said and i told my colleague i said i don't know why because this is the third role he's playing but now it's really very weird he's speaking in italian with me and he's really like very bossy and very you know mafios and my colleague said, oh, my God, I cannot believe this. You know, you know, Daniel, I said, I'm traveling to Italy in one week time, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. And I said, nobody knew. I mean, he said, my family, I'm traveling with my husband, but you couldn't know. And the dad was saying something, you know, and showing me. I said, I know you're going to Italy and stuff, you know. So that was like, what? We're laughing, both of us, because it's, it came from nowhere, you know. And right. uh, I do have respect for all, even rats. I mean, uh, all the creatures, uh, I cannot, uh, from from the tiny insects, from any kind, they, they do are, they are beings, you know, uh, right. different shapes, but, um, you know, you have different situation from ants invasions to everything else. You still can connect, you know, with bees and, you know, uh, with any, any animal and try to understand why they are doing the situation and let them go away, you know. So um, this in that specific case, um, he said a few things which I have an idea about it and make completely sense for my colleague and also for her um, 
for dog which was uh, beaten and stuff, you know, and that never happened again, you know, so that was really very, very peaceful, you know, it looks like very frightening situation, but at the end of the day, it was uh, really funny with a lot of messages, yes. So, right. Oh, that's really cool then. That was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I always remember the incident because for me it was, and I was at the beginning and said, what is this? I mean, I didn't know how to say to her and said, this is completely, doesn't make any sense, you know? And she's about, it makes sense for me, trust me. <laughs> so, yeah. We were just talking about that. I don't know who I was talking about it with like yesterday or the day before that. Like usually the messages that you know, make zero sense to you. And you're just like, okay, this is going to sound completely weird. But those are the messages that the people are like, oh my gosh, yeah, totally. Yes. yes. Yeah, um, exactly. It's, it's really, and we have to trust the process because sometimes, you know, we do doubt, you know, because uh, I said, am I, should I say or should I not? And again and again and again, what we learn through our school is just, trust the process, trust whatever the, the animal is sending you because uh, it doesn't need to make sense for you, really. Just send yeah. whatever image, whatever piece of word, every single piece of word, even is not a message, it's just a word or an image or a hearing or a knowing, it comes, just say it the way it comes because it does make sense for the human and maybe not in that moment, but if you're sitting in the information, that information makes sense in a week, in a month. For me, it was a reading which made sense in one year after that. But I, I wrote that specific reading and I went back and I said, trouble told me about taking Reiki one year ago <laughs> through a reading, really. Okay. Really. And oh, wow. I end up, when I was studying Reiki and I said, wait a minute, it's just, everything made sense. I went to the book and she was, it was a message from her when I tried to force myself hands on Reiki on her. And she said, what are you doing? She rejected me. I said, why? Why? <laughs> then when I did the proper way, then it completely make, make complete sense because she said, Reiki yourself first, you know, and then we are talking about differently, you know, and, Oh my God! Yes, it it oh. makes sense even after a few months or whatever you know. Once right. you once you write down your notes or you have the report or your recording, you know, and always come back, come back because it does make sense. Right. Yeah. Now, do you send people like because I'm gonna start wrapping up now? But do you send people like a a, a write up? of the impressions that you got, or is it more like a recording, or should they take I, I, well, I'm still thinking how to do it, to be honest. Uh, I have a, um, I created the sheet, of course, and I think it would be nice to have um, a summary of what the reading was about. And I think in, uh, in addition, uh, if I'm gonna practice with Zoom, for example, which has the recording, I'll send the recording as well. I think this is even, um, um, oh, yeah. An additional way when someone wants to really, really listen when the emotions are over, when they want, they're ready to really listen with the different uh, ears or eyes, you know, to see the reading. Um, uh, the reading, the recording will help as well. So I think I'm gonna do both. Once I'm gonna um, 
practically implement all the all the tools, let's say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. And again, how can people get a hold of you to have a session? Well, I do have my website, and mm -hmm. um, they can read everything there through the services I have on animal communication, animal reiki, uh, health coaching as well as still there. Um, then I have my Facebook page on our Instagram as well. And okay. um, all of them are connected. So even if you're reaching through the website, I have the social media there. If you're reaching from the uh, Facebook, also the website is there. You can go to the website or Instagram as well. So my website is exactly my name, .com, you know, and um, on Facebook, it's my name, Animal Intuitive. Um, very, very easy to be reachable, yeah. I mean, okay. once you Google it, it's coming. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So that's. But I can, we can, I can give you the link. But I think you have the link to the website and um, yeah. the Facebook page and everything else. And yes. I'm, I'm planning to do it. I mean, I'm planning to do it. Uh, people should not be worried about getting in touch with themselves and having a reading, you know, and. Um, should be very playful, you know, and very interactive, you know, that's, um, is always everything which is, we are founding from the animals is coming from a place of love. We have to not forget that. And it's teaching with, is teach with love and a lot of fun, you know, and, um, is our life will become so much, so much happier, you know, and, uh, um, we're going to be in a better place once we, we are connecting in a different way with our animal companions. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. So, yeah. okay. Well, Daniela, I will let you get back to life there. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank it was you. really interesting and enlightening session with you today. I it was really my pleasure. It. it was my pleasure. Okay. <laughs> thank you. And thank you. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What is it? How should I stop camera, right? Yeah, stop camera. Mm -hmm. Let me see. And I did put your um, your website in the comments below. Okay. It's HTTP semicolon slash slash www dot daniela with only one l roaster yes. <laughs> r o s u dot com yeah okay right. and from there Thank you can get your social media social media yes mm -hmm. yeah we have to make it simple yeah okay thank you thank you susan and thank you everyone <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Daniela. Bye-bye. Thanks. Take care. And again, this was Spiritual Business Spotlight, and my name is Sue Ellis Seller. If you would like to have an interview or be featured, please just send me an email and let me know. Um, again, if you would like to make a session appointment with Daniela, her email or her um, website is http semicolon slash slash www.daniela, D-A-N-I-E-L-A, R-O-S-U dot com.
Thank you. Take care. Have a fabulous day. We'll talk soon.